Even though live streaming and video shopping haven't taken off in the U.S. quite as much as other areas, it is a growing commerce channel for many retailers. For the fresh market, it's one they stumbled on as part of their goal to jumpstart e-com after the pandemic's digital growth spurt. So in this episode of Tech Transformation, I'm talking with Kevin Miller, Chief Marketing Officer of the Fresh Market, about why it works for them and the benefits they're gaining. We're talking about how they're measuring success, how they're using AI, and where they see the future. Stay tuned for that and more on this episode of Tech Transformation. Welcome to Tech Transformation with CGT and Arias News. I'm Lisa Johnson, the Editor-in-Chief of CGT. In this episode, I'm welcoming Kevin Miller, Chief Marketing Officer of The Fresh Market, to talk about how they're using live streaming and even AI to engage with consumers on some really deep levels. Kevin is a member of the CGT RAS Executive Council. If you're not familiar with this, it serves as the editorial advisory board for the CGT and RAS media brands. And the members provide insight on some of today's industry trends to help shape the direction of our content and our events. So, Kevin, welcome to Tech Transformation. Thank you, Lisa. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. It's awesome to have you here. Um, You've done a lot of talking in the past with some of our brands about some of the great work that the Fresh Market is doing with live streaming and video shopping. So I am really excited to bring you on Tech Transformation. Um, Just get us started quickly for our audience. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, I've uh, I've been around for more than 30 years in marketing and advertising. I started off, believe it or not, in the in the military. I went to West Point, spent six years in the oh, Army. That's, uh, that's actually not too far from where I live. That's about 20 minutes that's from right. where I live. I stayed in New York. Yep. And, uh, and after spending five years in the Army, I went right into advertising at Leo Burnett in Chicago. In fact, I was the first person... Uh, who was a military officer, ex-military officer, hired at Leo Burnett in the mid-'80s. Oh, wow. Got right to work on the National McDonald's business and uh, learned a lot there. Uh, Worked for Coca-Cola as a field marketing manager. So I was really starting off in the food industry, quick service restaurant. Eventually ended up uh, as VP of marketing for Pizza Hut. And my first CMO job was CMO of ABC uh, Disney's radio division in the late eight, late nineties and early two thousands, and uh, I eventually got back to food, my first love, by uh, being CMO of the Natural Grocers out in Denver for four and a half years, and for the last four years, almost CMO of the Fresh Market, which has been wonderful here in Greensboro, North Carolina. So tell us a little bit about the Fresh Market. Oh, very happy to. Fresh Market was founded in 1982 by Ray Berry, a very successful executive of 7-Eleven, had run about a third of the business. He and his wife would take often take uh, European vacations, and uh, they would come back and they would be really inspired by the fresh food, open air experience of the European markets. And he wanted to bring that experience back to America. Because at that time in the in the late 70s, early 80s, it was really uh, a growth period for the big box grocery stores mm-hmm. and retailers mm-hmm. and supermarkets. So you want to bring that fresh food, you know, very Epicurean, very curated, you know, personalized service to, to America, the zig while everybody else was zagging. 
Uh, and everything went great for the first 30 years. The company grew like crazy. It got up to over 200 stores, very successful. And, uh, and then uh, things started slowing down a little bit. They went public. And, uh, and then the, the founders kind of retired. Mm-hmm. And a lot of corporate guys took over the business and mm-hmm. tried to turn it into, you know, a big box supermarket that <laughs> that was not the was not the the vision for the fresh market in the, the first place. Vision. So we got in a little trouble. And mm-hmm. then 2018-2019 timeframe, we were voted uh, by Glassdoor, Glassdoor, the the employees rated the fresh market as the worst company in America to work for. Not. Not just yeah, grocery not store, but the entire on your LinkedIn. You know, the entire country. We were the worst company to work for by employees. So there was a need to do a little bit of a turnaround in uh in early twenty twenty and and we were owned by we went private, owned by Apollo Global and brought in a new team of execs. I was part of that new team and our our, our focus was to turn the fresh market around by going back to the basics and really focusing on impeccable service and fresh food and high quality experiences and, and, uh, and going back to our roots. So that's how we got here and that's what we've been up to. So as part of these stellar customer experiences, you've really been a leader in live streaming and video shopping. And so that's one of live streaming is one of the things that's, it's really taken off in some other regions. It's very big in China it's been a little slower to get legs here, but it is it is picking up. So for the fresh market um, to be super corny, how did you know that this was the winning recipe for you? Mm. You know what were what were some of the signs that this was going to be something that you should you know you should really jump on? Yeah, uh, well, we stumbled upon this. Our focus was growing our econ business, which had flattened out after you know two years of really strong growth uh, during the pandemic. Um, and of course, we always start with research and really understanding our consumer first. So we wanted to understand who were the super users of ecom and how that you know how that audience compared to our audience. And we found that the fresh market customer, um, primarily our baby boomer, um, that's our heavy user. They're 50 plus female, well educated, uh, love they love to shop in the store. So they don't like to shop with e-com. And uh, and as we did our studying of the e-com industry and as it was growing, there was a super user of e-com and they were younger, more millennial. Um, they were male, female, they had high household incomes. Uh, they really cared about you know sustainability. Uh, they were really busy, and they did not shop in grocery stores. So they, in fact, you know, begged not to be asked to go into grocery stores because <laughs> they had small children, and Kicking so and we screaming. weren't really meeting their needs. Although we, what they were buying fit our profile. So they mm-hmm. liked fresh food. They liked high quality food. They cared where their food came from. They liked recipes. They liked. You know, a lot of other things that we were really known for, which are prepared meals that make it easier, more convenient meals. And uh, and so we had to figure out a way to appeal to uh, we found that our traditional media platforms like email, the 
super users don't read emails. <laughs> they get the information <laughs> from Instagram and TikTok and all these other things. So we clearly identified a segment of the business that was growing that we weren't participating in in order to grow our, our uh, e-com business. And um, uh, as we were exploring how we can uh, appeal to that customer, I was introduced to Firework, which is a, a video commerce shopping platform. They were you know, really known for innovating in the space. They had a reputation that, you know, other big major tech companies were really interested in acquiring them. And so we got a chance to meet their top execs and explain what we were trying to do. And then they introduced us to the concept of uh, short form live video, I mean, short form video shopping and as well as live streaming. And um, I was uh, I was open because we were willing to try new things. Um, we have a strategic uh, screening process here in the Fresh Market Marketing Department. So when we look at new strategic partners, uh, we expect them to Can we get, talk a little bit about that? Yeah, like what, yeah. are, what are some of the most important things? Yeah, we expect them to, you know, we have three strategic screens. That's about it. Keeps the, We keep it real simple. So that does simple. a strategic partner increase our reach with existing and new customers? Do, do they help us increase our relevance with existing and new customers? And will they help drive our revenue uh, or reduce our cost? So reach, relevance, revenue. Yep, reach, relevance, and revenue or reduce our cost. And the technology that Firework had allowed us to put shoppable video into our email, into our emails that we sent to our email database. And I've been looking for that for a number of years and weren't finding platforms that could do it. Not only could they embed the emails, but the emails were shoppable, would directly connect a customer who was watching the videos to our ecom, to our, our Instacart site. So can you can yeah, can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. How are you measuring success with with these campaigns and and you know what's what are some of the most important uh, KPIs for you? The ba- the basic email metrics and the basic media metrics are very mm-hmm. important. So the what was most important though was could they communicate our brand? And our brand experience, you know, through a short form TikTok type video. You know, we're known for our special occasions. Our shopping experience is the most immersive in the world. Our customers get excited about joy and anticipation about shopping and discovery. Our customers get just excited about coming to the fresh market as, as your family would as going to Disney World. And so could we create that in a short form video? We asked them to develop this. We called it Home for the Holidays. It was during the holidays of 2021, I think, or 2022. I can't remember, a couple of years ago. Um, and, yeah, two years ago, 2021. And we saw that we had something when we posted that on our social sites that our customers viewed that video for 30,000 minutes. It's amazing. And I've seen the video and it, and it is, it is so, awesome. So. <laughs> we're like, what just happened? So we obviously hit on something that our customers really enjoyed. And uh, we were like, okay, can we repeat this? So we did a few more videos mm-hmm. during the holidays, all had incredible engagement. We hadn't created the 
the API, the integration to make them shoppable yet because we were just mm-hmm. seeing if they were uh, going to appeal to our customers. And so we got the viewership, we got the engagement rates, we got the click-through rates, all those really great things. And so we decided to explore uh, even more and kind of go all in and create on all our social and digital platforms, our emails, our website, our social platforms, instead of putting up static images and static ads, price and product ads, we put up shoppable video. And every month and every quarter, we saw that our view times went up, our engagement rates went up, our click-through rates went up, and most importantly, they were converting our sales at higher levels than any other uh, media that we were using by a significant amount, like two or three times. So I was, was just going to ask, can you talk... Can you talk about some of the gains that you've that you're experiencing, some of the benefits that you're getting? Oh yeah, well, it's it's all about you know conversion. There are all kind of media metrics out there. Again, in terms of click through rates and open rates, and it was improving the open rate of our email videos of our emails when we sent our emails. It was mm-hmm. increasing the conversion rates of our actual customers that clicked on them and went to our e-com sites, and importantly. You know, we would see that uh, if someone watched a shoppable video that it, around our special occasions where we were promoting our meals, and think about it, if you're going to promote like a Thanksgiving meal or a Valentine's Day meal, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of different, you know, items in the in the meal. Moving pieces. There's a lot of different aspects of why those items will make your holiday very, very special and tasty. Uh, it's the whole experience of shopping for your family and preparing your meals for such a holiday. It's very hard to communicate that feeling and the quality of the meal in a in a search ad or in a on a banner ad that you know people click on at point zero two percent. So we were finding that through the the videos, the watch times and the view throughs were at seventy five percent, eighty five percent. So our customers were actually spending time learning about and being entertained by the shoppable video. So the immersion of our customers with the, with the platform and that because we had, they were clickable to go through to our e-com site. So the path to purchase became much shorter. And so when you can engage your customer, inform your customer and, and entertain your customer and create a shorter path to purchase, you're going to get a much higher conversion rate. And we were seeing, conversion rates at over 300% higher than our average conversion rates for our meals. So we knew we had something really special. And then as we looked at the traffic to our e-com site, remember if we go back to the beginning, that's what we were trying to do is drive e-com sales. We found that for for the customers that viewed the shoppable videos and actually came to our e-com landing pages, both on uh, Instacart and on our website, that 80% of the customers had never visited our e-com site before. Wow. They were all new customers, and they were younger customers. They were the millennials and the Gen Gen Zers that we were looking for. So we had enormous conversion rates, and we we were driving newer and younger customers 
And it's a winning recipe, right? Fun. If I go back to my corny joke. It still is. But and again, the, it all was growing quarter to quarter. So the engagement rates, the performance grew every quarter for the first year. 2022 was our proof of, proof of concept year. And so now you, you've only been building on this. You've only been growing it. And I know from our conversations and, and things you've said in the past that you're you're starting to use artificial intelligence in the back end to grow this even further. So can you talk, tell us a little bit about what that looks like? And, you know, it sounds like you're still in early days with this, but you're already starting to see some benefits. So yeah, we're, we're in the early stages. So over the last year and a half, we've produced 23 uh, live streams. So actual, you know, event shows around, um, our anniversary, around store openings, around holidays. And those are probably the best selling environment. I, I will guarantee any vendor out there or any potential partner that we can tell your brand story better than you ever have before in these live streams because we have these cooking demonstrations with absolute wonderful guests and they spend like an hour or half hour talking about not only the product and where it came from and the backstory and why it's like really terrific, but they also wrap it in the experience of the special occasion. And at the same time, you have literally thousands of customers that are watching this experience live and it's the best word of mouth ever because it's scaled as they talk about how much they love the fresh market, love your product, have used your product, are going right to the store to buy your product. I mean, it's a great environment. So when you, you know, you when that happens live, we have actual moderators that are actually, you know, that are that are responding to customers' questions uh, and recipes. It's a terrific environment, and again, has incredible, uh, incredibly high conversion rates. Now. Um, because it's a live stream and it only happens for a half hour or an hour, you know, there's only X number of people that can watch. Now we have an average of somewhere around. I was going to say, I mean, this, this all sounds great. Can you tell us some of those, what are some of the difficulties with this? Like, what are some of the hard things that you've learned going through this? We haven't (laughs) had much difficulty. (laughs) No, it's been smooth sailing the whole way. No, no, no. We're just unleashing, we're unleashing the power of, uh, live shopping to and and the audience that is really interested in it. You know, our customers are very passionate about the fresh market and about the experience. We're not uh, an un we're not a uh, unattached shopping. We're not drudgery. So our customers love shopping at the fresh market, and so if we can bring that experience to them online as it is in the store then they love it. And so they want more and more of it. And so to create that exciting joy and anticipation around shopping and learning, that's what the live streams do for our customers. And so that's why they're so involved with it. Do you find that you still need to do any consumer or any shopper education or, or even education for the manufacturers about the benefits of live streaming? Well, it's all it's all new for everybody. Like you said, in, in, in China... It's uh, projected to be a $650 billion business this year. Uh, McKinsey study that came out this summer said that the number one use case in China for live streaming is now grocery. Um, this year, I think it's $20 billion in the U.S., maybe $50 billion next year. 
Um, and so as we are able to educate our customers as they come on board as sponsors of the shows, they are amazed at the enthusiasm, at the engagement, at the storytelling abilities. And then we show them the results, which show both those type of uh, performance metrics that I, I talked about are absolutely realized by by the vendors. They see the engagement rates go up. They see their conversion rates go up. They see the, the, the feedback directly from what the customers are saying about their products. But not only that, but we also track the in-store sales. So, for example, we had a, a live stream featuring um, Fresh from Florida. Um, it was all about watermelons, and we were actually grilling watermelons on the grill. It was an incredible experience. We saw that the uh, not only the not only the in, not only the online sales went up, but the, that week it was uh, it was it was over thirty percent lift in watermelons sales in the stores. So we're showing yeah. both in store and online lift from these from these live stream events. I just have one last question. I would love to learn what's next. You know, what's next for the fresh market? What's next for live streaming? You know, what do you have what do you have coming up that you can share with yeah, us? Yeah, so ultimately how to bring all this to the shelf edge, right? So digital mm-hmm. signage is is uh, is coming Everybody is looking at it. Everybody's thinking about it. It's expensive. But to bring a digital experience to the shelf edge um, is is where we're going and thinking about next. There's lots of different platforms and, and uh, suppliers that we're looking at. Um, and we'll see how that goes. But um, once, once we do have that technology... And obviously, we have platforms. We're really great at storytelling. We're really great at creating, you know, an environment and around like what makes our food special, what makes the experience special, what recipes we have. And so, we want to, and our customers expect for us to have the best shopping experience, um, you know, in in grocery retail. So, ironically, uh, we were trying to bring the original joy and anticipation of the shopping experience of the fresh market into the digital world, digital verse. And the, mm-hmm. and the silver bullet to that was shoppable video and live streams. And now because that experience has been so successful, it's how do we recreate the experience and the joy and the enthusiasm around our digital experience back into the stores. So it's been a virtuous cycle where one is creating and recreating the other. So then we get the data from that virtual loop, virtuous loop uh, in terms of how our customers interact online and in store and in shelf. And then we make that available to our vendor partners to sell more product. So we're very excited about it. Well, it's exciting stuff, exciting days ahead for the fresh market, Kevin. Um, thanks so much for coming on Tech Transformation and sharing all that you've been doing. I'm excited to see for what's coming next. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Tech Transformation with CGT and RIS News. Be sure to subscribe to learn more innovative strategies and trends in the retail and consumer goods industries. And don't forget to visit RISnews.com and consumergoods.com to sign up for our newsletter.